Hello, my name's Laura and this is German Grammar Pod. Today's podcast is about reciprocal verbs and the word einander. This podcast is a follow-up to the podcasts on reflexive verbs and reflexive pronouns. As reciprocal verbs are a subset of reflexive verbs which work in a certain way. To understand this podcast, you're going to need to know about reflexive verbs and reflexive pronouns. So if you're not already familiar with them, I recommend you listen to my podcasts on those before this one. What is a reciprocal verb? It's a verb where the two or more people doing the verb do the verb to each other. Examples of this in English include we love each other, you see each other, or they help each other. Basically, in English, it's verbs that you would use each other with. The German for each other is einander. For instance, wir helfen einander. We help each other. Just like in English, where you always use the phrase each other, irrespective of whether it's we, they or you doing the verb. In German, it doesn't matter whether it's wir, ihr, sie or sie. You still use einander with any of them. It always stays einander. And better news still, it doesn't matter which case you're using it in. It's still always just einander. So, for instance, it's Wir helfen einander. We help each other. Ihr helft einander. You help each other. Sie helfen einander. They help each other. Sie helfen einander. You help each other. Notice that you can only do the each other einander thing with a subject, the personal thing that's doing the verb, that implies the involvement of more than one person. In other words, no, I help each other. Now, unfortunately, the story doesn't quite end there. In English, if you want to use a verb reciprocally, you can only use each other as the object. That's the person or thing the verb is being done to. But in German, you have a choice. All the verbs you can use with einander as the object can also use the reflexive pronoun as the object instead. For instance, sie helfen sich. Although to English-speaking ears that sounds like it means something different, in German it doesn't. So that's wir helfen uns, we help each other, ihr helft euch, you help each other, sie helfen sich, they help each other, sie helfen sich, you help each other. Worse still, in spoken German it's more common to use the reflexive pronoun than einander. So you're more likely to hear people say wir sehen uns morgen, we'll see each other tomorrow, than wir sehen einander morgen. However, although in German wir sehen uns is commonly used to mean we see each other, it doesn't have to be used to mean that. It can also mean we see ourselves. My experience of German is that the reflexive pronoun with such verbs is usually being used reciprocally, and that's the assumption you should make. But if you want to make it unambiguous, you have three options. You can use einander to mean each other. For instance, wir sehen einander, we see each other. Alternatively, you can still use wir sehen uns, but add a gegenseitig on the end. So you get wir sehen uns gegenseitig, which also means we see each other. Or, if you want to clarify that they really are seeing themselves, you can add a selbst on the end to get wir sehen uns selbst, 
we see ourselves. Gegenseitig and selbst don't change whichever pronoun you add them to, or whichever case that pronoun's in. So you can also have wir helfen uns gegenseitig, we help each other, or ihr liebt euch selbst, you love yourselves. However, there is one place where the reflexive pronoun and einander aren't interchangeable, whether or not you clarify with a gegenseitig. And that's if the reciprocal verb links to its object by way of a preposition. For instance, they're waiting for each other, or we're talking about each other. Then you can't use the reflexive pronoun in German and have to use einander instead. In fact, not only do you have to use einander, but you have to write it as a single word together with the preposition. For instance, aufeinander, all as one word. So it's wir warten aufeinander, we're waiting for each other, or sie sprechen voneinander, they talk about each other, and definitely not wir warten auf uns or sie sprechen von sich. Because of this, I would recommend that beginners and intermediate learners always use einander to mean each other. Doing this will also solve the problem of the reflexive pronoun sometimes being ambiguous. Now, in a simple world, that would be the end of what I have to say about reciprocal pronouns. But unfortunately, it's not a simple world. So I need to tell advanced learners and very advanced learners that there's also a second sort of reciprocal verb where you have to use the reflexive pronoun and not einander. Beginners and intermediate learners, you are very unlikely to use any of these verbs. So you can basically ignore the fact that these verbs even exist until you reach an advanced stage of German. Canu divides these verbs where you have to use the reflexive pronoun into two sets, one of which it calls true reciprocal verbs and the other of which it calls reciprocal variants of verbs. However, for our purposes, I'm going to cover them all at once as in terms of identifying and using these two sets of verbs, they have the same features. Examples of these verbs include sich anfreunden, to make friends, sich verkrachen, to fall out, sich einigen, to come to an agreement, and sich vertragen, to get on. All of these verbs, if used after a we, a they, or a you, automatically have a reciprocal meaning. For instance, wir freunden uns an, we make friends. Ihr verkracht euch, you fall out. Sie einigen sich, they come to an agreement. Sie vertragen sich gut, you get on well. In both English and German, you can emphasize the fact that these verbs are reciprocal by adding a with each other or miteinander. For instance, wir freunden uns miteinander an, we make friends with each other. Ihr verkracht euch miteinander. You fall out with each other. Sie einigen sich miteinander. They come to an agreement with each other. Sie vertragen sich miteinander. They get on with each other. Notice that this doesn't change the meaning of the verb. We made friends means the same as we made friends with each other. It just doesn't have quite the emphasis on the reciprocality. So how do you tell these verbs? from the ones where you have the choice of a reflexive pronoun or einander. Well, when I look at these verbs in English or German, they simply don't feel like the reciprocal verbs I was talking about earlier. The ones where you use each other in English and have a choice between einander and the reflexive pronoun in German. Instead, 
They feel like verbs that happen to be reflexive in German and happen to have a reciprocal meaning in both English and German, which you can emphasize by using miteinander in German or with each other in English. To me, the reflexive pronoun doesn't feel like the true object of the verb. It just feels like a word you need to include to complete the verb. Indeed, if you want to make them non-reciprocal, you still use the reflexive form of the verb, but add in the other person involved by linking it to the verb through the preposition mit. For instance, Ich verkrache mich mit einer guten Freundin. I fall out with a good friend. Du einigst dich mit deiner Familie. You come to an agreement with your family. Er freundet sich mit Peter an. He makes friends with Peter. Sie verträgt sich mit allen sehr gut. She gets on very well with everyone. Wir streiten uns mit unseren Frauen. We fight with our wives. Ihr unterhaltet euch mit eurer Tochter. You make conversation with your daughter. Sie verfeinden sich mit der ganzen Familie. They make enemies of the whole family. So, to sum up, there are two sorts of reciprocal verb. On the one hand, there's verbs like helfen, sehen and küssen, where you can either use these with einander, which means each other, or with the reflexive pronoun to show that they're being used reciprocally. Although using the reflexive pronoun sounds to English ears as though it ought to mean something different from einander, in German it can, and often does, mean precisely the same thing. In fact, the reflexive pronoun is more commonly used to mean each other with these verbs than einander is in spoken German. Because of this, some confusion can arise. There are some verbs where it's possible to be talking either about doing something to yourselves or about doing it to each other. If you use einander, you clearly mean doing something to each other. However, if you use the reflexive pronoun, there can be some ambiguity about whether you mean each other or yourselves. To clarify that the people are doing something to each other, you can add the word gegenseitig. For instance, wir helfen uns gegenseitig, we help each other. If you want to clarify that the people are doing something to themselves, then you add the word selbst. For instance, ihr liebt euch selbst, you love yourselves. Beginners and intermediate learners, you can avoid all this complication by always using einander to mean each other. This is a particularly handy trick as otherwise you'd also need to remember that you can't use the reflexive pronoun to mean each other after a preposition. You have to use einander instead. Whereas, if you always use einander, you don't have to worry about this, as einander works with or without a preposition. Advanced learners should note that you write a preposition plus einander as a single word. Beginners, don't worry about this unless you have a test on the subject. You'll be perfectly comprehensible if you write it as two separate words. Moving on to the other sort of reciprocal verb. This type of verb has to be used with a reflexive pronoun and can optionally be used with a miteinander, with each other, to emphasize the fact that the verb is reciprocal. For instance, sich anfreunden, to make friends, or sich miteinander anfreunden, to make friends with each other, sich einigen, to come to an agreement, or sich miteinander einigen, to come to an agreement with each other. But these verbs don't have to be used reciprocally. And if you want to specify that the verb is being done to someone else, 
you simply link that person to the verb with mit or with. For instance, Isabel freundet sich mit Susie an. Isabel makes friends with Susie. In these verbs, you can't switch the reflexive pronoun for an einander. Instead, you have to use these verbs with a reflexive pronoun. Some of them mean something else if you use them without the reflexive pronoun, and some of them simply don't exist at all non-reflexively. Then, if you want to emphasise their reciprocality, you can optionally attach a miteinander. If you find the two types of reciprocal verb confusing, it might be useful to learn the second type in the form sich miteinander anfreunden or sich miteinander einigen, so that you can see that these belong with both a reflexive pronoun and, optionally, a miteinander. However, I find the two sorts of reciprocal verb feel quite different to each other, and hopefully you will too, and won't have to make any extra effort to keep them separate in your head. So, that was it for this time. It just remains for me to say thank you to Martin Krauss for checking the podcast from a German native speaker perspective, and to mention my blog and my website. I've had a problem lately getting all of my podcasts to show up on iTunes. So, if your iTunes hasn't downloaded the podcast about genders, my first one, then you might like to look on my blog for missing podcasts. My blog's at germangrammarpod.blogspot.com and all the podcasts can be accessed there directly. People also leave comments there, including recommending useful learning resources. In addition, I also have a website where I've provided relevant grammar tables at sites.google.com slash site slash German Grammar Pod. Also, if you'd like to contact me directly, you can do so at germangrammarpod at yahoo.co.uk. Next time, I intend to talk about the command form of verbs, also known as the imperative. But until then, it's goodbye and thanks for listening.